Uh, we'll have a quick, uh, quick couple of ads, and uh, then we're going to have a chat with um, with Heidi Eldridge from Coonawarra. There's a family that's been assisting senior Australians residing. Thank you for listening to 96.5 Inner FM. On the Mornington Peninsula for 40 years, it's the Jacobson family at Village Glen. There's the magnificent Village Glen Retirement Community in Capel Sound, residential aged care facilities in Mornington and Capel Sound, and Village Glen FlexiCare, offering home care across the entire Mornington Peninsula. Care, community, security and lifestyle. That's Village Glen, where it's all about people. Villageglen.com.au Station Sponsor Trees and shrubs need a little maintenance from time to time and Dawson's Tree Service can help. 96.5 Inner FM station sponsor Dawson's Tree Service specialise in pruning fruit trees, removing dead branches, shaping hedges, sculpting shrubs and even helping you get more light into those dark places. How nice is it when the garden looks great? We've been helping gardens look better now for over 40 years. Phone Dawson's for a free garden assessment on 9720 That's 9720 Dawson's, bringing arborists and trees together. See you, Mum and Dad. Thanks for dinner. You know, the good thing about my family, apart from the awesome food, is we can talk about anything. Even the convos that are a bit uncomfortable, like tonight when we talked about organ and tissue donation. It's an important thing to discuss because while it only takes a minute to register at donatelife.gov.au, the next important step is telling your family and mates that you want to be a donor. So why not say yes to donation? Welcome back to The Wine Show. We are going over to Coonawarra. Um, There's a bit of a South Australian theme here um, where we can't go, but we will. And uh, this month in October, or the month of October, is typically when Coonawarra celebrates Cabernet. And to tell us all about that is Heidi Eldridge from Coonawarra Grape Growers. How are you, Heidi? Good morning and greetings from Coonawarra. Yes. How's the weather over there for you guys today? Oh, look, it's a bit uh, overcast today. We've had a few sensationally warm days. Uh, very uh, unusual for this time of the year, but the, the cool changes come through this weekend, uh, today and uh, tomorrow, looking a bit drizzly um, this morning. But otherwise, we had, were blessed with a 29-degree day on Friday, which was uh, fabulous. Fantastic. That gives us a bit of a heads up on what's coming next week for us. Um, (laughs) So uh, we had a chat earlier with, um, and not to steal your thunder, but um, we had a chat to... uh, to um, Kath uh, Kidman yes. from yes. Wins Coonawarra. So uh, it's got a bit of a bit of a Coonawarra theme this show today, hasn't it? Um, so tell us all about um, the Octo- you know, those Cabernet celebrations in Coonawarra over October because we can't get there, but we can live vicariously through some of these <laughs> events, I think. Well, I know, and it does sadden us deeply that we're still unable to welcome our Victorian neighbours. But um, no, this event has been going for quite a few years now um, in its current format. It originally started as a weekend-only event um, in the early days, sort of uh, early 90s, which was a heritage weekend which involved a, a glamorous sparkling breakfast followed by masterclass, followed by various other events that wineries hosted, and it finished off with a um, quite tremendous barrel um, series auction. Um, it was noted at the time that uh, for the amount of visitors that were coming and um, noting our small uh, accommodation selection, I suppose, in the region, that there was definitely potential to expand on the event as it was um, and involved a greater amount of wineries and cellar doors to really showcase um, what Coonawarra's 
is known for, which is the Cabernet, the signature variety. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's probably about, uh, I think it's four to five years ago now, we're um, getting on with um, this October celebration being a month-long festival, um, incorporating anywhere up to 27 wineries and cellar doors. Each of them um, are invited to, to showcase Cabernet in their own way, be it with the chocolate and wine tasting, um, on premier barrel tasting, so pre-release wines. They host degustation dinners. Um, they make do winery tours, get people out in the vineyard. So it's really a, a vast variety of things that are on offer to appeal to to a range of people. Mm. It's uh, it, it's a great region, Kunawara, and um, as we mentioned earlier when I was chatting with Kath, that it's equidistant really um, between Adelaide and Melbourne. So it is. It is. We're just under four hundred kilometres from Adelaide, and we're just over. 400 from Melbourne, so we're sweetly situated between the both. It does make us quite remote, but as far as people travelling through, doing that Great Ocean Road trip, um, I suppose that's one of the, the larger markets that we capture as far as the visitation that comes across. We do have a very loyal um, visitor base from Western Victoria, and we're, we're dying for the, the borders to open so that we can welcome them back in. There's been a lot of um, people messaging during this month, obviously, a lot of the the pre-sale ticket uh, sales usually are snapped up very quickly by people over the border, so they'll be very much looking forward to returning as soon as uh, the restrictions are lifted. Um, <clears throat> I think uh, one of the, the great things reading through the event list is just re- being reminded of of all the different wineries and, and the different... Um, and the way they're treating Cabernet, as you said, but just, um, you know, put, piquing our interest again to... To come back and visit all these all these wineries, so you you you're all lined up in along one long stretch of road. However, it's not an like it's easy to get between each, but you know you really need a few days to be able to get around to all of the wineries in the region. That's right. Like it's one what we call the Coonawarra Strip, um, one stretch of road. So we're not negotiating valleys and um, really wide expanse of um, area. Um, but because of the, the, the amount of the wineries in the small area, to, to do yourself justice and really enjoy and get the most of the, the, the region and the feel of the community, you definitely um, need to schedule in an overnight, at least one, if not two, to make the most of it. Um, during Cabernet celebrations, we also try and make it a bit easier for those that are coming down. We've got a shuttle bus that runs throughout October on weekends so people can throw away their keys, jump aboard, utilise um, the hop-on-hop-off service, which is being hosted by Coonawar Experiences, who are two wonderful people in our region who've um, done some great things as far as enticing various tours and personalising um, visitation trips for, for visitors that coming from, whether from interstate or, or intrastate which um, you would have heard previously, I'm sure Kath highlighted that as far as the, the border closures, there was originally concern, particularly in July with our cellar dwellers event, that um, the visitation would suffer as a result of our Victorians not being able to come across. But um, it has really drawn the, the emphasis of people exploring their own backyard. We've had, had a great influx of South Australians actually visiting mm. for the first time as well. That's great. Warwick... Um Warwick Duthie, from, who owns the Watervale Hotel in Clare, he said... Yes, I it's did been am- hear that. Yeah, it's been amazing how, how the visitation's gone And it up. has, and, and there are so many people that have just gone, oh, it's actually not as far as we've got. We're, we're obviously a little bit further away than, than Clare is from Adelaide yeah. again. So, so when people are coming down, they really do need to allocate a weekend to make the most of not only visiting Coonawarra, but the Greater Limestone Coast. We've got so many wonderful things to explore and visit here, from the Heritage Narracourt Caves to the Blue Lake... Um, Robe and Beachport seaside towns. So there's really a bit of everything from coast to caves 
and the wines um, that uh, people can explore. So whether it's families, couples, people heading out with caravans, it's um, there's plenty to offer and we cater for, for all styles of um, visitors. Yeah, and with the weather getting better, obviously robe becomes, you know, something that's really quite attractive. And, and to combine that, you know, bit of beach and then a bit of um, Cabernet, is, uh, is pretty good. We we spoke with um, Doug Bowen around Christmas time and talking yeah. about uh, what he was up to and they were going to go down to Robe. They've got a place. And then one of the other winemakers uh, said the same and they they seem to have um, like cray licences and stuff that you can... <laughs> yes, you, it's not uncommon for our winemakers to also be out fishing for cray. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Which pairs beautifully, of course, at that time of the year with any form of uh, drop of wine down here. Absolutely. Um, can I wear a Riesling maybe? Well. Coonawarra, beautiful Coonawarra, crisp Riesling, yes, yep, most definitely. Um, now, looking through a couple of the wineries and, you know, Radis, uh, is, uh, Radis Estate, um, yes. that's, those guys often used to have, from memory, um, you know, Sunday sessions and things. So they're obviously putting music on for, for this part of this festival in October. But that's something they, they do regularly, isn't it? They are quite um, well known for putting on their shindigs. They love to, to um, have a gathering, put the music on, make it more of a festival-like theme. We do tend to lack in that area as far as what would typically be offered in, in your you know metropolitan um, bordering wine regions. So your McLaren Vales and Adelaide Hills offer that quite frequently. Mm. Um, so it is a real treat when we've got wineries and, and um, owners like Raiders Estate that do really go to every extent to try and make sure that there's something different on offer um, during holiday periods in particular. But also just as the seasons are changing, they sort of do a winter event and then they have their spring shindig to try and um, draw everyone together. Over summer, they'll have various events as well. And they've also, um, during this festival period here, got a number of um, evenings and also day events where they've, I think yesterday they had pizza and tunes mm. and they've got a back vintage bar where they'll be showcasing their back vintage wines um, with some jazz style music, sort of getting all range of people that um, are really into that. Um, I noticed another winery, which I actually haven't been to and haven't tried their wine, is uh, Bellwether. <clears throat> and um, again, talking with Warwick, um, at the Watervale Hotel, I've got this asado grill, like an Argentinian grill. And so Bellwether, have they got that always there? Do you know? Yes. Yes. So they're hosting an asado um, grill during the month. Um Sue Bell from Bellwether is also exceptional at hosting events. She's got a gorgeous establishment, an old shearing shed, which is converted um, into a winery and dining area. Um, unlike many of the other cellar doors where previously it's been obviously just tasted, um, tastings at the bar and seating, she sort of brings you into the shearing shed, sits you amongst the barrels and the wool bales, mm. and, and um, she um, quite frequently hosts um, Table of 12 dinners where she um, sources local chefs and chefs from away. Um, to showcase the local produce and host degustation dinners. Um, she generally does Sunday sessions throughout the summer period as well and her um, property, being that it does incorporate the shearing shed, there's also um, animals, donkeys, um, sheep and, and she's got some Scottish Highlanders out there too so it's always a, a great setting for a for an occasion, whether she's doing it outdoor or indoors to showcase the, the beautiful building she's got there. But, yeah, that's one of the um, the feature events too. And she does that in conjunction with Tasting Australia. So that's right. often been one of the ones that features um, with that program. That's essentially Adelaide-based, but they obviously encourage those regional events as well to try and draw that attraction from 
from beyond the, the region. Mm, yeah, and, and so these are the things, you know, because I'm, I'm looking at this chat um, with you as a, as a way to sort of really get us um, to, help, to help plan how we would spend our time in Coonawarra when we can, um, which, you know, it should be before the end of the year, you would hope. Um, but so you, you drive over, you four and a half hours maybe, you know, um, and then you, you, so you have your own car so you can get yourself around. But, but some, of these, um, some of these wineries, so I think people should go. How, you sent me, a, um, you sent me the, the, the like calendar of events for the month. Is that something that people can find on the website somewhere? Yes, it certainly is. So the program, as well as our um, regional wine guides, all available on the website to view. Um, one of the things, as you mentioned, with Coonawarra, as far as um, the relying on the vehicle to get around, we do have a cer- certain blocks of wineries that are relatively close to one another. So the Coonawarra Walking Winery Trail is a great um, day activity where you can literally pull up at the one winery and you, you would then... Um, through stolen through the various vines and following these paths, you can hit up six wineries in the one go. So essentially, that's one day in itself. Mm. Um, so the the program of events we've done a dedicated event page, which previously has just sort of appeared in the calendar, and the calendar got so extensive that it was kind of getting hard to navigate even for ourselves. Yeah. So this year, what we've done, we've spent a lot of time breaking it down into those specific weekends, so that people know. Well, right, I'm I'm sort of into you know, the education and, and learning side of it. So I'm going to have a look at this weekend where I can see that people are doing um, vertical tastings with the winemaker and masterclass sessions. Um, unfortunately, this year, as a result of um, some of the COVID restrictions, a few of the bigger events did fall away. And one of those is our iconic masterclass, more so because of the um, the value that goes into sourcing wines from Bordeaux to then pair with Coonawarra wines. And mm. the, the capacity that we would have had this year wouldn't really have warranted it for the value of people to come away because our locals really love those events too. So um, we sort of thought, well, realistically, we're going to be showcasing to our own own um, attendees rather than a- appealing to, the, to people that are coming from away. And the event is um, sponsored by the South Australian Tourism Commission. So one of the, the aims of the game is obviously to attract people from away. This year, mm. the interstate traffic, it's, we appreciate it probably won't be as um, successful as far as drawing, getting our KPIs there, but certainly for um, the interstate and uh, metropolitan Adelaide and, and beyond um, to attract them down to the region, um, those events will be uh, uh, good to, to return next year and we hope it will be bigger than, and better than ever, obviously, with the, with the Victorian presence then too. Yeah, I think um, it certainly, for me, it you know, just reminds, reminds us that, um, you know, here's a region you've really got to explore and and it's you know we we often talk about um, you know other regions that we can fly into Adelaide and access easily, but um, there's something cool about that you know the driving holiday and and you know having a few days in town and um, and then uh, like you say some of the some of the wineries that have these events on you know you can sort of plan your weekend around a key thing that that you know yeah. is, is of interest and then you know I love that that walking tour thing you know that's six wineries you know that that is a day and absolutely is, and yeah. you're not rushed and you just you're just wandering you know from and there's you know plenty to keep you interested um through that time so um now another thing for and we didn't mention it with Kath actually but um on the uh 7th so what's that Wednesday uh well, of course, it's Wednesday. Um, is Wednesday? Uh, Wednesday on Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. So every October, um, 
the event sort of coincides with the release of Wins Cooter Warra's new collection, which is um, always something that creates a bit of hype in the region. Um, they usually would host something in their iconic gables um, at the cellar door, um, given the uh, the COVID restrictions that are still in place and the, the people, the large following that they have. They've actually opted to do it as a virtual event this year. So um, there have been quite a few wineries that have been quite innovative as far as delivering events um, online. We've had one, well, I think two, two that were looking to do a virtual event um, this year in October, but this one is certainly one where registrations are definitely still available if people are interested to... Uh, you have a look at the new wine collection that's going to be showcased on Wednesday, you just have to head to the Winds Kunawara website and register your interest there and um, that session will take place with the winemakers and I think there's a representative from Langtons that will be um, present as well to host that. Yeah, so um, there's also a, a virtual um, tasting with Zima Estate. So, But with, with both of them, we, we probably haven't got time to get um, the wine shipped over from... Well, certainly not for Wednesday, you know, or Wednesday. Um, so, but Wins Kunawara is, you know, widely available at retail. So get hold That's of it. That's right. A, I think there's probably more chance that people could probably sit in on that one and grab a bottle to, to take place. The Zima one might be a bit more tricky. They may still be open to uh, having people register to, to take part, obviously, to sit in with the winemakers, Joe Corey and um, Nick Zima, who will be... Um, present too, uh, but as far as getting those wine packs, they've obviously tailored some of the tasting so that you can sit along and drink with yeah. them and um, and get those that feedback too. So yeah. maybe a bit tight, I think, with the the posting situation at the moment. But if you are um, definitely interested, there's no reason why you can't contact the the wineries and then they'll give you an indication of what the possibility is to yeah. either be involved or to have a yeah to fit in whether you've um, got the wine in front of you or not. Yeah, and look, you know, even if it's not the exact wine, just to in the spirit of it, you know, grab a Zima Estate from, from the bottle shop. So, but yeah, as you say, contact them and see if it's if it's feasible. But um, <clears throat> uh, look, at, I think it's fantastic. Um, I love the region and I love the, yeah. the month of October and usually we love the... Uh, the uh, the roadshow that you do when you come here to I know Melbourne Town we Hall. oh that was that was it was very difficult this year we did call it um, rather early I think and probably just as well as far as the decision we made not to proceed with the roadshow this year but we are definitely keeping our fingers crossed as far as the position and um, large scale events acknowledging that when we do come to Victoria and we hosted Melbourne we have um, around 700 people in the one session that takes place so we'll be reviewing and looking at whether this is still the way to go as far as hosting or whether we need to perhaps. Um, accommodate a, a lesser amount of numbers over various sessions for the evening but it's a, a really well attended event and we love coming across and, and travelling all across Australia bringing the wines of Coonawarra to the nation mm. um, and that's probably where one of the, the feature events during Coonawarra we do host a, um, a decadence tasting which brings together at least 15 wineries so up to 27 wineries um, to showcase their 10 year old wine versus a current release and this is one of those events where rather than travelling the strip to get a taste of everyone's wine over various days. You can come along to this event, meet the faces behind the wine. The winemakers, you're going to have um, Brett Sharp from Lindemann, Sue Hodder from, from Wynn, so various um, personalities there that um, creates a great event and we'll be hosting that awesome. this year as a, as a speed date style event, given that well, up until recently we, you couldn't stand. We're, we're out of time, literally, <laughs> but... Go to the website, kunawara.org. Yes, head to the website, kunawara.org, and we really hope that uh, sooner rather than later we can be welcoming our Victorian friends back. Awesome. Thanks, Heidi. Great to chat. Thank you very much for your time. See you. Bye-bye. 
on 96.5 NRFM. This is Sunday Lifestyle with your host, Pat Panetta. That's right. Good morning. It's 96.5 NRFM Sunday Lifestyle on Sunday the 4th of October. It's Siri's birthday today.